Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about love protects. So we're going to get started a little bit differently today. We're going to implement something new today, talking about our filters. So these filters are something that I write these at the top of my journal every night. And as a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, as a way to filter my decision making throughout the day, to keep me in rhythm with him, uh, filtering those decisions that we make throughout the day keeping things top of mind. And so this is what I like to start with. What's the big picture vision? Where are we going? So I started our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, about 10 years ago. One day, Proverbs 13, 22, just changed the course of my whole life. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse got me thinking, what's the most valuable thing that we could pass on to future generations? I decided that the most uh, valuable thing would be wisdom or teaching or training for how to truly live. And so I made a commitment. I want to pass on manuals and lessons and systems for all the different areas of life. And I just began to seek God. He began to teach me and began to train me. He taught me this whole new way of living. I just began to document what he was taking me through, and it turned into a series of books and courses and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the goal is to take these blueprints and to create abundant life training centers all over the world that are making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. That's the vision. And I want to bring it down into this year. This year, we're focusing on 2022, the year of the beautiful land, the year of the beautiful land. And God's starting to give me some insight and some glimpses into this beautiful land, this rich inheritance that he has for us in Christ and teaching us how to hold fast to it, to possess it and hold fast to it. And then this month, we're working on financial stewardship. That's our focus this month, financial stewardship, to manage and to multiply all that God has entrusted to us. And this week specifically, right now in this time of the year, we are in what's called the 40 days of Teshuva. Teshuva is, uh, in Hebrew, means to turn or to repent. It's a time to make adjustments. It's a time to make course corrections, to take action on anything you've been procrastinating on. We're supposed to be doing this all the time. We've got an annual reminder just in case we ever get off track. And they say Teshuva is this amazing time of answered prayer. And so this week, our focus has been, what's our, our filter has been, what do you know to do? And specifically in the area of financial stewardship, any steps that you know to take. And then today we're talking about love protects. Love protects. And I want to apply this into our finances today. So we're getting into starting to talk about how do we actually manage the money and the resources that God has entrusted to us. And I think one of the first steps is to protect. And so a simple question to ask here today. Do you have the right insurances in place? Do you have health insurance, car insurance, liability insurances and in businesses, those types of things? Do you have adequate protection or insurance in place? Do you have the right business structure set up? If you have businesses or ministries or these types of things, love protects. Part of managing and stewarding wells, we've got to be looking at these things. And so we're going to be taking communion today, asking for God's help. To help us to protect, to understand how love always protects and how to apply that, this principle into our financial stewardship. Now, some of you might be asking, why are we taking communion every day? Well, when I got started and I'm writing these books and creating these courses and these types of things, the one thing that emerged, the most important thing, is daily communion. It's the one most important lesson we we'll want to pass on. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. And there's something so powerful about just taking a few minutes to remember him. 
especially when we got the busyness of a day coming at us today. We've got issues and problems potentially coming at us today. Taking a few moments to remember his sacrifice, what he did for us. And we've got God with us. We get to partner with God in this life. We've got this covenant relationship with him. I also think of communion. The Apostle Paul says, every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all of the benefits of this new covenant. But it's also important we take it the right way. How we take it matters. Taking it with the fear of the Lord, with deep awe and reverence and honor for the sacrifice of Jesus and all that he went through so that we could be connected back to God. And so the process we usually use, we start with about a two-minute long prayer that's mostly scripture, coming from Ephesians chapter 1 and the prayer of Jabez found in First Chronicles chapter 4. And then we take a few minutes to examine ourselves. Because the Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick, and they die early because they don't examine themselves before taking communion. And if communion has the power to do that in the negative, I believe it has the power to make us healthy and strong, and give us long life if we take it the right way. And then after our time of communion, we're usually going over some health and fitness tips. Because I truly believe physical fitness is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. So let's get started with our prayer. Heavenly Father, I pray for all those who are watching or listening, their families, all those connected to them and our church and governmental leaders. I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive all that you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us be sensitive to those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we're going to go through the other half of prayer. This is our time to examine ourselves. Are we making today a masterpiece? Because when it all comes down to it, it's always called today. We've got to walk out our relationship with God today, this day, today. And masters of anything are simply masters of the fundamentals. And that's what we're talking about, executing our four fundamentals and bringing some fun and some presence into them today. But before we go through the fundamentals, let's remember, God's got a process. 
When he took the people from Egypt to the promised land, there were some steps and some stages along the way. It didn't all just happen in one day. And in a similar way for us to step into the promises and the inheritance that God has for us in Christ, I think there's some steps and some stages. I think it starts with us believing God's got something better for our life. Better than we could ever ask or think or dream or imagine. But then we've got to be willing to move forward with his plan, to put off our old ways and to learn to walk this new, this new way of living out. Walking in faith and love and humility and trust. Learning to rest and trust in him. Which leads us to our four fundamentals. Our first one. Let's get positioned in the light today. Every day we have a decision to make. We can walk in the light or we can walk in the darkness. When we're walking in the light, we're walking in faith, we're walking in love, or kind and patient and gentle, always assuming the best, always hoping, always trusting, always persevering, always protecting. But we have a decision to make. And the shortcut to walking in the light that I found is to be thankful. Just walking in thankfulness, thankfulness in all circumstances. And when we step into the light, we're stepping into Christ. And God has taken everything that he has, and he put it all in him. And we get this amazing opportunity. We get access to all those good things today. His spirit and power and love, his peace and joy, his mind and wisdom, health and energy, purpose and grace, is all in there. Available to be received and get it flowing through us today. So our first step is to get positioned in it. Our second step is to magnify the light. We're going to turn up the brightness of this light within us. And it's going to expand the capacity where God can flow more of all those good things through us. And to magnify the light, I think of two the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, we've got a basket full of all the issues and problems and testings that we face. On the other side, we've got a basket full of our praises to God. Praising Him for who He is. Praising Him for all that He's done in our life. Praising Him for all that He's done for us in Christ. And to magnify the light, very simply, where's your focus? Where's our focus throughout the day? Are we filling up the basket with venting and complaining and pouting? Or are we filling up that basket of praises to God? That's where we have to learn to recognize the symptoms. Because when we're out of position or magnifying the wrong things, it's going to produce some symptoms in our life. It might be the tendency to retaliate at people or snap at people. We might avoid people or give them the silent treatment. On the inside, you feel the heaviness and the weight and the pressure like it's all sitting on you. Emotionally, there's the fear and stress and worry. We're dreading things in the future. Reliving bad things from the past. But when we take our position in the light, there is rest in our soul. There's fullness and completion in him. And when we rest, God goes to work. And all those good things he put in Christ begin to flow. And now everything is free and easy and effortless and energizing because he's doing the work. And it's learning to recognize these symptoms and turn it back around if we ever get off track. Because sometimes we miss it. Turn in the tables quickly. It just takes a moment to get right back in the light again. I think it starts with recognizing it and then we humble ourselves. Father, forgive me. I've missed it. I'm off track right now. And we start praising and magnifying him. We receive that forgiveness from him. We forgive ourselves. We walk in forgiveness with other people if needed. And that grace just begins to flow again. It's a beautiful thing. And then our third fundamental, we've got to stay tuned in today. And my favorite way to do that is with a journal before bed. 
I like to start at the very top of my journal with those filters that we just talked about in the beginning today as a way to just reinforce and remind me of those filters, what we're focused on, staying in rhythm with God. And then I like to start my journal with gratitude and praise to get in position. And then to magnify. What went well today? What are all the ways that I saw God showing up today? And then I like to ask this question. God, what were you trying to show me today? And get still and listen and reflect back over the day. And whatever comes into my mind, begin to write those things down. And then I want to bring my journal all the way down into today. Which leads us to our fourth fundamental. I like to plan out the upcoming day with God. And I've learned to stick with. What do I know to do today? Because I learned sometimes I was getting out ahead of him. Toiling away in my mind, trying to figure everything out. On the other side, sometimes I was procrastinating on things that I knew to do. So what do you know to do today? What do you know to do? That becomes the plan for the day. And then we wake up like a kid on Christmas morning, excited for the day, and we get the day started right. We remember this very important principle that the first thing out of our mouth every morning sets the tone for the whole day. I feel like this is something we can imitate God in. By looking at the very first words we see him speak in the Bible, let there be light. And so now those are the first words out of my mouth in the morning. Let there be light. And it's amazing how such a simple little thing brings a different energy into the day. And then we get connected with him. We start walking out that plan in partnership with him, full confidence in him. He's right there with us every step of the way. And when we get to that place of confident faith, his grace begins to surge through us. He begins to go to work. He begins to beautify our lives, to bring these good and perfect gifts from above into our life, things that we can never make happen on our own. And beauty is attractive and magnetic and begins to pull more and more of everything God has for us into our life. So love protects. Heavenly Father, we are asking today for wisdom and understanding and insight and knowledge of how love protects. You protect. You are love. We're asking for your help to just understand how to function in this the way you intended. And specifically, we're asking for help in the area of our finances and financial stewardship. How can we create protection around all that you've entrusted to us? with insurance or the right structures or systems in place? How can we create protection around it? We're asking for your help with that today. And we think that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. God sent us Jesus to die for our sins. He didn't have to do it. He could have left us on our own, but he chose the way of love and love protects We'd all gone astray, we'd all missed it, and he laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He was crushed by God. He was destroyed by God. His body was broken so that we could be connected back to him. We could be made right and holy and perfect in God's sight. All through his one sacrifice. And then God raised him up from the dead, and he seated him in his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up with him and seated us together with him and made us one with him. He made peace with us through his body. Reconciled us to himself through the sacrifice of his son. One of the concepts we talk about is that when we take communion and we truly take it in faith, 
there should be this amazing sense of peace that we have. Not our own peace, but God's peace flowing through our body. Just take a moment to connect with that peace. Just giving thanks, because when we're in gratitude, it's one of the greatest expressions of faith. You should feel that peace in your body. So Father, we thank you for this bread and all that it represents. And we ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness, transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. Get to walk in this new kingdom. His blood washes us and cleanses us, makes us new. Gives us a fresh start today. Gives us this new covenant with God. We have this covenant relationship with God. The God is with us. He's for us. He's working for our good. That's something to rejoice over. As we get more present today in this time of communion, you should feel that joy of the Lord that is your strength, that comes from his presence flowing through your body right now. That's our signal. That's our indicator. Peace and joy. That we're doing this the right way. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. <clears throat> All right, health and fitness. We also need to create some protection in the body where we protect our body, make it more resilient against injuries, these types of things. One of the best ways to do that i found is we want to improve our ability to move like little kids. We want to work on our mobility. So in our daily workouts that we have, we have what's called the daily mobility routine, putting some focus on that mobility routine. And we also want to grow in strength as we grow stronger and improve in our balance and coordination. That's going to be protective as well. And then the final layer is speed because most injuries that occur often occur with something involving speed the ability to move fast or to slow down quickly. We want to incorporate speed into our training at some point. We don't start there, but at some point we want to work on incorporating the ability to move with speed and to have good breaks as well. It's protective for the body. But I hope it's been helpful for you today. If you'd like to learn more about partnering with us in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.